Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Hell or High Water. I watched the second half of Hell or High Water. And this is is the the other half. Well, sometimes it comes a day when you go go hell high water. You know what I'm saying, Mike? You go hell high water. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You know what that means? It's like a it's like a term you sign for your lease. That's like if you're gonna pay off. I'm sorry, a mortgage. Uh huh. And then you're gonna have to like pay it off. Is that what it is? Yeah, you're gonna pay it off and come hell or high water. Is that what it is? That is actually what it is. Okay. Which is interesting considering the plot of this movie. That's right. Uh, and I. How'd you like my Jeff Bridges accent? Oh, that was Jeff Bridges? Damn it! <laughs> Damn it, I'll work on it next time. <laughs> you look like him. You don't sound like him. Aw, oh, man. Uh, I'm not that old. <laughs> no, you don't look like him in this movie. He looks worn in this film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I feel like I should call it subtext, but it really isn't subtext what the movie's about. Uh, about, like, banks and mortgages and money and all that stuff. It's yeah. It's very much what the movie's about it's the text of the movie yeah i hated this movie really i hated it deeply i Wha- i deeply hated this film wow i was got s- four nominations at the academy awards including best picture best supporting actor best original screenplay and best film editing i hated hated this movie i absolutely love this movie <laughs> I thought it was so good. Oh, lordy me. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about this movie, and it's so hot today. It's, it's so like hot. It's like we are in hell, That's and the I thing. want to be in high water. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. Is maybe it's because I was in a super hot room watching this. Oh, yeah. You felt like I was you were just, Texas? I felt like I was there. I yeah. felt like that was there, and I just I thought this movie was beautiful. Like I thought the way it was shot and everything was gorgeous. I'll give that the movie. The there movie was the sound looks des- The sound good. design was fantastic. The I score thought- is done by uh, Nick Cave. Yeah. I yeah. noticed that, and I was like, this is really good. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the direction was good. Okay. What about the writing? Uh, the writing, see, that's the thing is there wasn't a whole lot of ri- of actual dialogue in mind. There was a little bit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but it wasn't- You got off lucky, pal. It wasn't too, I mean, there was definitely some, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't find it particularly bad or anything. I thought the acting was kind of whatever. Like, it wasn't- mm. I thought like Jeff Bridges is good, but he felt like he was just playing himself. He's just playing the same character yeah. he always does, um, especially with like True Grit. You reminded me a lot of this character from yeah. True Grit. Yeah, um, I Chris Pine was fine. Yeah, he's fine. Everyone's just fine in the movie, I'd say. Yeah, and uh, it's really not like they're given a, a a deep role to bite into or anything. These aren't like particularly interesting characters. Oh, really? I found oh them. I found them pretty interesting. This is really just dis- like this is just surprising. Why? I'm just shocked. I'm very shocked about this. Maybe because I could draw my own characters in my mind. Maybe that's why maybe, I liked it. Maybe because I have a lot to to talk about in okay. my half of the movie. I'm very interested. Uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, is I had heard the accolades coming from this movie, and it is really highly rated critically. Yeah. So I was going in like expecting some prestige filmmaking. Uh, the well, movie opens. Let me ask you real quick. Oh, go ahead. What is your? Do you like the Western genre? Okay, maybe that's one because of the this issues. is a straight up modern Western. Yes, like, that's what all I saw. The way. That's what I saw. Is yeah. that it is like a straight up modern Western? Yeah. And I've seen westerns. I like some, but I think I like the depressing ones more than anything. Like, I really like High Noon. This was super depressing. But the difference, though, is, like, in the depressing westerns, like, I don't know, man. I I didn't like any of the characters in this movie. I thought everyone was a shitbird, and I want, and I hated them all. I feel like every single character was, like, bad. Like, I, a bad not, person. E- or, even or, Jeff Bridges? Yes. Especially Jeff Bridges. Why? He was a deeply racist person. No, I didn't get that part, so that maybe is why. He was the entire half of my movie. He was just making fun of his 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 uh, pal uh, Alberto, uh-huh. half Native American, half Mexican, uh-huh. and he, he was just na- making the same fucking Indian jokes that you all or like he was calling him an Indian, same Native American jokes you always hear, uh-huh. and it's just like. And, and, and like they weren't even funny and and it's like they had this one line uh where i where he says um what is it in years time uh it's my teasing you'll miss he says to alberto and i'm like dude i know people like him i've grown up with people like him i've gone to school with people like him i i have associated with people who it's just teasing for them it's just fun mm-hmm. for them to make fun of 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 people's like uh, of people's like upbringing or whatever Fuck you. I'm never going to miss your shitty teasing. You're not a good person. I hated him. And I think that's... But for me, I was like, I 
maybe I didn't like him as a person, mm. but also I didn't see all the hor- like the extremely racist stuff. Yeah. Um, but I felt like he's definitely someone I could just find out in Texas. Like all these people found like oh. in, in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a place where it literally feels like the Wild West still. Yeah. Like there are so many moments where I'm just like, this is just like a completely different area than where we live. Oh, you know, yeah. like completely everything is so much different. People are running off of, if you don't have oil, you're basically poor as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that you just get forced into, you know, basically trying to scape by right by doing crime or whatever comes by and right. it just it feels working a shitty job yeah yeah but like they translated all of that to a modern setting and i think it worked really well for me and the fact that i feel like n- none of these people are good people but i feel like that's more circumstance mm. uh at least that's how i interpreted it not him not he's, him he's a he's a texas ranger he seems to be okay <laughs> And he's uh, retiring. Yeah, that's and fair. he dies, right? He dies at the end of the movie, right? He gets killed. I ain't saying nothing. Yeah, he gets killed. Everyone's like, oh, you made it to the end of your retirement. They say it so many times. I'm like, okay, he's going to get fucking shot. I know this now. Uh-huh. Fine. Uh, yeah, I know. He has this great line late in the movie where uh, his Alberto friend, is, is he's like, you know, oh, man, I felt, I felt bad for you. And he says, Indians aren't supposed to feel sorry for cowboys. It's the other way around. And I'm just like, oh, that speaks so deeply to how you see your relationship with this human being. I think it does. I think it's a good way to paint his character as being like a piece of shit. Yeah, but why do we want to follow this kind of guy? Just because he's a representation of a real person doesn't mean that I immediately like want to follow this guy throughout an entire movie. I mean, that's fair. That's a that's a fair justification. Yeah, I don't know. I, I you're right. There are people out there like these people. I know that. Like, uh, I have family in like New Mexico who re- remind me a lot of the two brothers. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I know people like these kinds of people. I don't like them. I don't do, like do these you, kinds of people. I was going to say, do you think this brings up some stuff with Probably. you? Probably. And that's the pro- other thing. It's m- like, I remember when Psych came out. And everyone's like, oh, man, this guy from Psych, he's a really funny, cool guy. I'm like, I know people like him. People who, like, can't deal with reality. The minute that something real crops into his face, he has to make a shitty joke. I get and it. he's always on top of everybody. I know people like that. And it's not fun to watch that kind of person be a protagonist or <clears> liked <throat> or, or think that people I are get like, it. oh, what a goofy character. I, you only get to sit with this person for an hour and a half. I have to... These are real people out there, and I, their actions are justified by things like this. I 100% get it. I, there's lots of characters. The number one character I get is the one who uh, constantly fucks up yeah, all the time, yeah. even though they have a good heart, but they yeah. fuck up all the time. They can't stop fucking up. Yeah. I know tons of people like that, and it pisses me off to no end. Yeah. I know they're struggling, and they got lots of issues, yes. like lots of people do. Yeah. But like you said, I don't want to watch them on screen because it's just super annoying. It's like, why do I care about this person? They just keep... They just keep fucking up and it's just extremely yeah. frustrating to exactly. watch so exactly I get, so I, get, I get where you're coming from like this probably brings up stuff like that yeah and i don't know but that's the other thing it's like it's not just that there are people out there like that like this movie reminds me a lot of this other movie i don't think you've seen it uh it came out a couple of years ago called killing them softly with brad pitt and james oh, I've, I've heard of that movie yeah very similar movie it's like it's basically the same idea where it's about the economic crisis that was occurring in 2008 mm-hmm. but it's all centered around a mob movie it's like a mob movie oh, okay and it's a really cool interesting idea because it's sort of like it compares and contrasts really mostly compares like the government and and america and compares it to like a mob how it's just people at the top trying to like keep money away from other right. people all that sort of a thing and they are not good people, but many a time in this movie, one of the characters says a shitty thing and either just gets away with it, or the movie clearly is trying to be like, isn't that cute? Or like, oh, isn't this funny? Or like, maybe he has a point. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not cute and it's not funny and this guy doesn't have a point. He's a shitbird and, and, and this movie should not be legitimizing this kind of behavior. It should be demonizing it. It should be showing that this is not how you're supposed to be acting. Like, for instance, uh-huh. one of the brothers, uh, that's the other thing. Native Americans are all over this movie, but they were like background characters. It's it's even worse than like The Shining, where like they're just like wall like they're like wallpaper dressing, and in some weird sort of like connection between like poor white people and then like the struggle of Native Americans in this country is like a weird like vein throughout the entire half of my film. Hmm. Like there's this one part. I, I hate it. This is where the movie completely lost me. Where one of the brothers was in a casino, the shitty brother, the younger older brother, the older brother. Yeah. The one that was red hair guy. I think he has red hair. It's like reddish hair, right? Mm, no, the guy with the mm, I was gonna say the guy with the beard. Not Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. That brother. <laughs> Not Chris Pine. Not Chris Pine. Got him. it. Uh they're in a casino and he's playing uh he's playing poker is with it an Indian casino? Well, of course, it's a Native American casino. Look, man, I don't know. <laughs> everyone calls them Indian casinos here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's 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 playing at a casino, uh, and then he's playing across from a, a guy who's a Comanche, 
and uh, he's like, oh, he starts shit-talking this Native American guy. He says, uh, the Native American guy's like, I'm a lord of nothing now, he says. And then uh, eventually he says, hey, I'm a Comanche because uh, uh, you know what Comanche stands for is enemy to everyone. And then the brother, this white guy, looks the Comanche in the eye and says, well, then I'm also a Comanche because I'm an enemy to everyone, too. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. You are a poor white man. <laughs> like yeah. you are not the same thing as a, as a, a nation of people. That's true. <laughs> but he probably doesn't see it that way. The movie legitimizes this sort of thing, and then immediately after that, he hits on a Native American girl and fucks her like hardcore. Uh huh. And just like just like oh, are you saying white people fuck Native Americans? I over? guess I am. I guess I am. And the movie looks upon it in a creepy pornographic way. Uh, it okay. doesn't. It doesn't look down on it. It's like oh, isn't it fucking hot that this guy got some hot Native American puss? Isn't that great? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. See, fuck I, everyone in this movie. See, I don't see it that way. For me, I feel like it's. Maybe the metaphors are not as are maybe a little bit mm, mixed in some ways, but I think the overall, I think it's just showing you this. I don't think it's showing you like demonizing it or mm. glorifying it. I think it's kind of just in like the middle where it's just like this is just how it is and draw your own conclusions. At least that's how I saw it mm. because there's a lot of scenes later on that are like very obviously alluding to like, hey, um, the the uh, Native American guy is like, well, you know, this used to be my land, and then you guys came and took it over, and the guy's like. He doesn't say anything, and he's like, but then you guys lost all your land because of them, and they just point at the bank, and yeah. it's just like... Baby's first metaphor. Isn't yeah. it cute? I hate it, dude. I hate it so much. That's the other thing. It's not... Not only is it, like, deeply offensive, but it's also not clever in the least. Like, the movie opens with a piece of graffiti, like, the most beautifully written graffiti I've ever seen. It says, like, three tours in Iraq, but no bailout for people like us. Mm-hmm. And then every time there's a scene where people are driving down a road, there's a poster that says debt relief or in debt. Yeah, I fucking get it. I get what mm-hmm. the movie's about. It's not clever. It's beating me over the head with the meaning of what this movie's doing. And then on top of that, every other character says the same shit. Like, there's one part uh, where... Oh my god, I hated it so much. It's there's this one part where it was like uh, blah 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 blah, where there was a uh, because uh, they've been robbing banks. These two brothers are robbing yeah. banks all around uh, different branches of the same bank. Basically, this is the same bank. I'm just gonna tell you basically what happens. Uh, this <laughs> bank is uh, was basically bleeding their mom like, dry. Yeah, it's she was like dying. Texas something or other, like Texas, Texas something something. Yeah. And not a real bank, of course. No, we don't want to put a real bank. No, in no, this no, movie. no. If we do that, would be crazy. No, that would be that's the other. Ah, there's like so it's a, much it's shit. a small branch like there's plenty of like small branch banks around yeah and it's kind of like small like, time yeah and it's like oh you don't have to be a huge corporation to screw anyone over yeah well that's the i don't know yeah that's the thing and it's just and so right so they've been robbing all these different banks because the bank is apparently like the reason like it didn't help the fact like the mom was dying i think of cancer and then they uh then she couldn't afford all of that stuff so she just fucking died and so they've been robbing the banks stealing the money and then using the money that they stole from the bank to pay off the stuff that uh, the debt that they have mm-hmm. for their mother. So basically, that's what that's what they're doing is they're giving the sense. money that the s- banks have stolen from them, stealing it from the banks and giving it back. Now, what's interesting is I didn't know any of this, so I didn't know the motivations behind why they were stealing stuff. And yes. so the reveal of what it was to me, because I didn't have all the subtext before and right. this stuff beating over my head, I was like, oh shit, this is like really clever. And yes, yeah, I Ethan restraint in this movie would be fucking amazing uh, you gotta I, watch the second half i wish <laughs> oh my god like every fucking scene is these two. Oh boy mom mom really had it hard in the end oh she didn't give you any money in the in the in the uh in the will oh it doesn't matter I gave it to my kids my kids need the money every fucking conversation it's not ne- like i oh god and it's so cheesy like it isn't just that it's bad. It's that it's hollow. Like it's like I. There's one scene where they're like in the room that their mom mother had died, and they play the most sappy fucking music. And it's just like I've seen this scene a hundred and twenty times before. And then it's embarrassing too because the scene right after plays so much better without the scene in the bedroom where it's like, like they have a scene with the two brothers and the brother with the chip on his shoulder, mm-hmm. the one that was in prison, was like. Yeah, she never liked me anyway, because you know I was I had a I I always uh, uh what is it I always had to stand up for you two against dad, you know, and it was just like a much more interesting scene, a scene we haven't seen a hundred times before, written in a little bit more clever way. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
if they had chopped out all these bits and made it a bit more quiet, if it had been a bit more like oh, I don't see, know, like it's, no you're, expla- for you're old explaining men. the second half of this movie, like the first that half is, of this movie. No, I know, but you're explaining the second half of the movie is what you want. Yes, because that is exactly it. Like, there's almost like all of the stuff I had to infer myself. All of this yes! is like a little, just a little bit of dialogue to be like, okay, and I know what's going. Like, I can kind of get what they're going oh for. Oh my god, dude! And the second just, half of this movie sounds fucking amazing it was so good i it, it was sounds so, so much better than the first half of this movie yeah it is it's, it does it's and kinda, there are moments that the movie like shines a little bit but yeah. then then it's just like the minute the characters start talking and this movie is also very short already like it's not is a very it? long movie yeah it's only like an hour 30 oh yeah it it's kind of short so like, maybe i just already... kept pausing it like rubbing my eyes and then maybe back, it was just... ve- it was very short for me i had to like pause it multiple times and be like fuck this movie goes like oh. it, it goes like super like the pacing in the second half is just beautiful like, oh yeah it, it gives so much tension to all these little tiny scenes that knows when to rest and when to like rush really quickly mm-hmm. and kind of cause the chaos of everything and it's just ah, it's, it's beautiful but I'm I'm jealous. Yeah, I am very very I'm sorry. Jealous. It was just so weird. I was like, man, I'm so excited to talk about a good movie with Mike. I was so excited for this movie too. I was like, because I had seen the accolades, and I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, this is gonna be awesome. Like this is gonna be. I finally we're watching. It's probably a good because movie. the second half. Ele- I feel like the second half might have right. elevated it. I think you're right. And then it was like, oh okay, now I get it. Like because it just yeah, I don't know. I it, cannot tell you. Like it's just like every other scene. There's a bit of there's like a disappointment like every scene it's like oh this might have been cool if like every character especially side characters who are clearly not played by like professional actors most of the time have like long bad tarantino monologues about like like there's this one bit oh god where is it i i wrote a lot of these quotes down because it was so embarrassing yeah so um the texas ranger uh played by uh god damn it what's his name again jeff jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff wow. Daniels. Jeff Daniels would be a much too. different. Yeah, <laughs> from the newsroom. Yeah, or Dumb and Dumb coming here being like, America, can we fix? Where's the toilet? I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> oh, it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Two diff- very different. Very roles. different roles. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he walks into because uh, um, uh, they had just robbed a bank, and then across from the bank was a diner, and so he goes into the diner to talk to the uh, patrons in there, and he asks them like, "Hey, did you guys see the? How long have you folks been here?" He says to these people, and they go, oh, "Long enough to watch the bank and rob that's been robbing me for thirty years." He says, looking dead into the camera, "Do you get the point yet, Ethan? Do you understand what the movie's trying to say that, that, yet?" That, that does sound pretty bad. Also, oh you, my god, you were very close to me. I was very nervous. I, rehearsal I, space. I, I just want you to understand what it feels like for every character to say shit like this and then so then uh chris pine was in there and he's talking to the the waitress and the waitress and them or or they're talking about like how their job is and how neither of them really like their job and so he tips her like two hundred dollars because he realizes that it's a bad like gig for her and then uh uh jeff bridges is like hey that's evidence i need to confiscate it you know Mm. and then she's like i need this money to put a roof over my daughter's head and pay the mortgage so you better come down here with the warrant i get it i I understand it now i've i've already understood you know how i learned this very interesting and very interesting way i bet in a very minimal way they're just driving down Uh and they just see everything closed and they just see oil fields that's it. That's so good, Ethan. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! You got that one line of the Native American guy being like, "And now the now the banks stealing us," and then Jeff Bridges doesn't say a damn thing, just listens to him talk. Yeah, and that's wow. it. Wow, that's about all that's the world I, building. That I got. is honestly the movie I was promised. And him and the scene with Chris Pine talking to his son, mm. which to me it was also a mystery because I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, uh, he's talking to his son. He's like, "My, you know, grandma died. She left us the ranch. I'm gonna give it to you. We just found a bunch of oil on it." Oh yeah! Did you not hear? Is that on your half? No, he doesn't mention that there's oil on. Oh, it. so they found a bunch of oil on it. That's cool. And so now, like the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. So now he's like, now I don't have to. Now we don't have to be poor anymore. We can. We're all set. Mm. And I don't want you to become like me because you're gonna hear some stuff between me and your brother, my brother. Wait, then why have they been robbing the banks? Because the be- there's so much. Um, there, there's a reverse mortgage on it, as oh. well as I believe some uh, some other bank shit that made it bad. Like oh, two okay. things that were on it, and it was just going to oh. be taken away and owned by the bank. So they need to rob it in order to keep the land that exactly. has the oil to on it. To keep the land that they own. I see. That's okay. interesting. It wasn't explained in your half at all. No, that's crazy. the oil is never brought up. They they mentioned that he's been on oil fields and he understands it, but um, I didn't. How did that? Huh? What how we miss that? How we both like missed that same part. Mm. Well, there's probably no explanation. I just didn't... half of it was explained in my half of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> half was explained in yours. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of other things I didn't like about my half. Uh, not much that I liked. I'll give I'll give the movie that. I thought the acting was okay, but again, given the yeah, the material was pretty. It shit. was fine. I thought it was okay. Like I again, I, I felt like it was more serviceable for me. The, the main draw of it was I think the director cinematography. The cinematography was just like yeah, wow. It was just like it just felt hot looking at it like i just felt like i was there of course because of the hot room i was watching it in yeah that's right but like it just has such a good sense of place and mood mm. and just say restraint and like i'll tell you i'll tell you buddy you watch my half and you fucking man. call this movie restrained man that's crazy that's so crazy <laughs> to me dude and it's it started out so good because i saw that little bit that that like the best written graffiti i've ever seen and i'm like okay this is going to get interesting. Like, I get it. I get it. This is going to be interesting. And then like they rob their first bank and the lady ro- work in the bank says, all you're guilty of right now is being stupid. And I'm like, Oh, this is interesting. Like mm-hmm. the, the idea of guilt and blah, 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 blah. And eh, no, it's all fucking. They pointless. do kind of, that's the thing is they do kind of play into that guilt stuff later on. Is there yeah. anything else in the movie? Like what's all, what's your last half? What's the ending of that? Or last the part the of last thing I say, uh, it's the two Texas Rangers. They're in a, they're in a, a, a cafe where the waitress has another incredibly long monologue mm-hmm. and um, they're waiting for the two brothers to rob this bank. So Jeff Bridges is retired. He's going to retire. He's very soon to retire. That sounded like he was already retired from where I have. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it's a time jump or something like that. Maybe. But yeah, probably it's a little bit of a time jump. So it sounded like he could uh, get to the retirement part. Um, interesting. Okay. Yeah, he's yet to retire. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. I'm I'm looking through my notes. It's mostly just me being angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm just trying to see if there's any missing plot holes from my house. Oh, bring up. oh, here's something I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's this really great bit at the beginning where the two brothers are talking to each other and they're talking about like their life with their mother, and um, they're talking about how the brother with the brick, uh, the the chip on his shoulder, basically like fought his father back because his father used to beat them. Right. And Chris Pine says, you never understood fighting back meant the beatings lasted longer. And then the other brother says, I knew that's why I shot the son of a bitch. So Hmm. we understand something interesting about these two brothers. We have action and who is the brother that goes to jail and all this stuff. He, he doesn't think he has no restraint and he immediately goes out and immediately starts beating people up because he's a fighter. He's a fighter. Right. Right. And Chris Pine is a much more restrained person who realizes that probably violence isn't the answer first and will always try to deal with it in a way that people aren't hurt or elevates or escalates the Mm -hmm. situation, right? Later in the movie, we have a scene where both brothers are uh, at a gas station. Chris Pine leaves the car to go in and pick up some stuff in the, like, gas station. And then this... uh, But the other brother is sitting in the car and then this car pulls up into the gas station playing really loud music because these two like white guys, mm-hmm. clearly pieces of shit. And the brother's like looking at them and that guy's like, hey, you want to, what, what are you doing here? Are you looking at me? And then he pulls out a gun and clearly he's going to like, he's, he's just like being a shithead causing trouble. Yeah. This guy in the car across from the brother, right? So we have now the brother that goes to prison just sitting there quietly not doing anything. And then Chris Pine shows up and beats the shit out of this dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, this isn't in his character at all. They've established that this character doesn't like fighting and doesn't like violence and yeah. isn't a man of action. It's interesting. But who was that person they were threatening? His brother. His family. Yeah. Uh, just like when he was a kid and his family was being threatened by his dad. He was also a kid then, though. Like, I feel like that's a little bit different. When you're a yeah, kid but- and your dad's beating up, he's like, well, this is they have no power there. He has power now. He can then punch this dude out. But what I'm saying is, like, what is the point of establishing this dichotomy of character if you're not going to have the through line the whole way through i think it still kind of sticks with it because he didn't shoot him because that's what the other brother would have done the shit out of him and he's a good fighter too and i'm like this is not the man that we followed the whole movie this is this is the movie trying to play him off as like this cool dude who's like oh yeah let me fucking flip a cigar in my mouth and start smoking it as i like Uh you know drive on uh, but also like hang off the side of the car like it's a drastically different character than we followed the rest of the movie i see i mm, i always got kind of like this like he's, he's a always, family I, man too. I also think he's holding back. I think that's the thing, though. He is a family man, and he will defend his family no matter how stupid they are, mm. to you know, the end. You know, basically, he's very loyal. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is, is you know, he's like, well, my brother, totally. sh- my brother will go crazy and shoot this guy. Yeah. What if I just beat him up instead? That's less than actually getting mm. shot or shooting anyone. Like mm. that's a much worse outcome. That's how I interpret it. But you're right; it is a little bit like a little it's weird. weird. It's a little because, weird. Like 
It's a weird way to establish it. They present this scene already, and they establish what the characters will do, and they do the exact opposite thing, you know? So I don't know. Yeah, that definitely changes my half. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, that, that, that first scene. Tell me about your half, Okay, so I start, we stopped. This was a beautiful way to start off, because I was just like... Um, uh, I don't know what's happening except for like they're putting some guns in a car and looking illegal. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Um, Chris Pine needs to shave. Like he looks really weird with with not shaving. Like yeah, he's got, he's really, got like he's a mustache and a really, beard. He doesn't even he have doesn't like, look like, like Captain like, Kirk anymore. No, he's very scruffy. Like it's yeah. like ugh, like you need to either grow that out or cut it. Like you need. To, <laughs> I know you got to work on that and you got those weird awkward moments where you're trying to grow out a beard. But like, dude, I'm, I think I'm right there right now. Uh, no, yours is all right. Yours is oh, yours thanks, is about bud. yours is about right crossing that point. Thanks, bud. A little bit less that. than it would probably be there. Yeah, a little yeah, bit less. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then, so he gives some money to his, I guess, ex-wife. This is Chris Pine, and then yes. his son explains like, it's just interesting. He gives him the he gives him the beer a beer. His son, who's like probably sixteen, maybe fifteen, mm. and uh, he explains to him the whole thing. He's like, don't don't become like me. You know, don't become, I want to break this. I mean, in my head, I'm like, he wants to break the cycle of, you know, horrible dad all right. stuff. And he's like, okay, you gave me this beer, though. And he's like, huh, you're, you're right. <laughs> like, he's uh, just impl- To me, it implies that he just. <laughs> I rolled my eyes. Is someone who, but he's implies to me that he's someone who cares about his family, wants to do good for him, but doesn't always know the right way or best way how. I see. So it's okay. like, hey, I'm going to do what I would do. Even though I know this is wrong, I'm going to give him a beer, and then he doesn't even like. But does he laugh it off, or does he go like, "Oh, mate, you're right," and he take the beer away from his son? A bit of both. A bit of both. He's like, "All right, you're right." Okay. (laughs) Like, kind of is like a self-realization thing. All right. Um. So let's see. Yeah, don't be like us. And then I got introduced to Jeff Bridges. They're waiting. So now what they're doing is the two Rangers are basically camping from site to site going to like each bank and just kind of like waiting it out and right like, Wait, you really think they're gonna rob this one they're like i don't know mm-hmm. um and he's like this place sucks like are the uh the Native american guys are like this place sucks why would anyone want to live here like it's so horrible here and he's mm-hmm. like i don't know people who lived in caves for like a thousand years or something like that and he's just like yeah but we don't anymore <laughs> <laughs> we don't anymore we don't do that no, that's good um finally stand up for himself i know and he just <laughs> shuts up after that it's like all right um, and we got Chris Pine and brother doing like this sad, like just this quiet scene of them just sitting on a porch, drinking beer, just like checking their guns one last time. And I don't know what they're doing, oh, yeah. but it sounds like the last hoorah. It sounds like they're going to go out guns blazing or whatever. Oh, shit, it's very like, it's very reminiscent of like, this is the last time we're going to see each other. Now it's just going to be a quiet moment of us just hanging out and yeah. being brothers and like, remembering like, like all the stuff. Butch Cassidy and Sundance. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, they cook some breakfast. I'm like, man, this, the sound effects on these breakfast sounds so good. I don't even know what he's cooking <laughs> in there, but that fry pan. Mm. Mm. Um, then they get ready to rob a bank. And I'm like, okay, they're going to rob the bank. Mm. And I'm like, where's the officers? Like, weren't they camping out? Turns out they go to a different bank than where the officer at because it's a, bra- a bank of like seven branches, mm-hmm. and yes. they go to it. They're all planning ready to do it, and the branch is closed. The hmm. branch is no longer open, which is very interesting. Ah, uh, that's funny. So now they're like, "Shit, what do we do?" And they're like, "All right, well, we got to have this money soon. Like, we got to have enough. First off, we got to rob a bank that's big enough that can support all the money we need to fulfill the mortgages and stuff like that. And we need to do it in like a quiet enough area. So they got to get that kind of balance where it's like not super it's a crowded. Big, it's a big bank, but it isn't yeah. so big that there's a bunch of So they're going to talk about going to Coleman and they start driving there. And then the older brother realizes like, it's not enough money. Like we need a bigger, we need a bigger place. So we're going to go to this place called Post um, because one tower is not going to give us enough money. Because, mm. you know, depending on how many towers they have is how much money they can just easily grab. Because right. you can't go in the bank. You're not going to ask for the bank vault. Um, so they go. And then at this point, Jeff Bridges figures out like, hmm, like... I realize that this branch is closed. This one's open. I think they're probably going to rob Post next. Let's go hang out. Let's go camp there out. Uh, Let's go camp out there because they already hit like three of the other ones. Two are too big, like way too big. Right. And one is like the um, capital or whatever. Capital. Capital Bank. Hey, we plant our flag here with a star <laughs> on the map. What is that called? Headquarters. Headquarters. We have the headquarters bank. That's and that's not what it's else. called, is it? <laughs> headquarters? Is it called the headquarters? I think that's what they call like companies, like company headquarters, right? I suppose right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was like, well, myself <laughs> here. Capital. Um, so they pull up, and this is the this is the one part that took me out. Of the room. Uh-huh. They pull up, and there's like the it's a big bank, like it's got like it looks like a big building, a fairly sizable building. And Chris Pine's like, this is too big, and he's like, we don't have a choice, like we got to do this today or not. And he's like, yeah. and they go in, and there's just a shitload of people inside. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, is outside there was like no cars. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm like, and any any environment that would be, it'd be like you'd see the cars out front and be like, no, nah, yeah. fuck, there's too many people. Right, that's the point. Unless they're parking the in the cars. back. But either way, it's like this is very clearly like a strip mall An situation. Shot yeah. Too, yeah. Anyway, um, so it's just like immediately you could see like their face just being like, oh shit, this is too much. So then. Yeah. They just rob the places they normally do. Um, with all the people in there. With all the people in there. Some people are now sending texts like, hey, you know, this place is being robbed. Come help me. And they're getting the money out. And uh, a security guy, some dude has a gun and he's trying to pull it out. And then a security guy appears and he also has a gun and just starts shooting at him. And Whoa. the brother just murks him, just puts him flat out on the ground. Kills him? Kills him. Dang. And then the, Wait, the, which brother? Not the, Chris Pine? Not Chris Pine. Okay, got it. And then uh, a guy with a... a a good guy with a gun mm-hmm. tries to shoot him and they pull out a gun and, and you know, Chris Pine's brother just shoots him like just really quickly, like in the head. And Chris Pine's like, I don't know any of this shit that happened. Jesus. You could tell on his face. Um, if I was in a bank robbery, I would never be like, these people are clearly just for the money. What do I get from murdering people from trying, trying to pull a gun on robbers? Like yeah. what, what, what am I going to get out of that? Am I going to save some money from a bank? It's Texas, man. Fuck that bank. <laughs> Take the money. It's not my money. It's not like it's FDIC insured. Probably it's Texas, man. If you kill that bank robber, do you imagine how much you're going to do for, uh, uh how far you're going to set back gun control in this country? It'd be excellent. I, <laughs> I get, yeah, I guess it's like every duty, every concealed carry. Pers- I, like, I was, the good out. guy with the gun. Look yeah. what I stopped. Well, now you're dead. Exactly. So, <laughs> which is this, the realistic situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's like, <laughs> that was a very interesting, the most crazy part to me is they get out the bank and they're trying to escape mm. and then just immediately start shooting like, oh shit, the cops. No, it's a bunch of people, people with, with just guns, guns just yeah. shooting at them. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, this is like the Wild West. Like, it's just people are just like, fuck, we got to protect our community. We're the only ones here. Law enforcement's not going to get here for a long time. Yeah. We have to put this law into our own hands. Everyone owns guns. And that was like, for me, where it cemented, like, this is showing a, a glimpse of America that's still almost like the Wild West. Even though corporations have moved in mm. and, and they're sucking, people, and sucking dry. people dry for their oil or whatever. And just, you know, and it's always been that way. You know, it's oh, people like boom towns are for the gold rush. Sure. And that's why all those businesses move in is because oil. But then when the oil dries up or people, you know, or, or that land is bought up by corporations or whatever, all the, you know, middle-class workers are left with nothing. Right. And like, so that is very similar to all Wild West stories and having, um, these random town folk, as they call them, just shoot, just shooting at them was crazy. They yeah. shoot Chris Pine in the side. He gets hit no. in the stomach, and they start driving off and trying to escape. It's gonna be Chris dying. Oh shit! Soon. <laughs> and then, yeah, they keep driving, and then of course the sheriffs get a um, uh, get a call that's like, hey, they hit uh, what is that place called? Freaking post. And he's uh-huh. like, I knew it, I knew it. Yeah, he's like, all right, job, whatever, bud. whatever. Yeah. So they start driving and trying to escape, and there's this long line of cars just chasing them, and I'm like, where are they going to go? <laughs> so what they do is they stop immediately, and um, Chris Pine's the brother. Can I tell you what they're going to do? What? They need to go to, to a casino first, right, so that they can kind of launder the money, mm-hmm. because they need to act like they won it at a casino. Right. It's their casino winnings, mm-hmm. and then they need to take it to uh, a branch of that bank and deposit it, mm-hmm. right? That's their plan. Yes. Okay. As their plan. Yes. With a little quirks. Uh-huh. So um, the brother then pulls out an assault rifle and just starts shooting all the cars that are chasing at him. Jesus. And they're like, whoa, we just got like hunting rifles. We're going to leave now. <laughs> so they all just go around back and turn the other way. Mm. And what they do is they swap cars. So yes. the, the brother takes the car with all the bullet holes in it. And Chris Pine, he's like, you know, his brother's like, you know, I don't want any of this money. You did all. It was your plan. I'm going to go some. I'm going to go out now. And he's like, where are you going? It's like, I'm just going to go. and uh, to, to the horizon. To the horizon. Just going <laughs> to drive off a bridge or something. Yeah. Uh, Walk off into the sunset. Yeah. So Chris Pine's like bloody at this point. He's like, all right, fine. I'll take the money. And he takes the money and tries to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the brother attracts the cops with his crazy driving. Like he distinctively drives like while the cops are coming towards him. Funky. So that they get on his trail and they, mm. he chases him. And he goes up to like a hill and tries climbing up of his car and I'm like that car can't make it up that hill and he doesn't intend it to what he does is he gets a gas can fills it or like puts a rag in it lights it and then lets the car go in reverse and back down towards, the, towards the cop cars I'm like oh shit and they all run away blow, and it, does it, blow it blows up, up blows up one cop car no one's in it um, oh good but then he gets in a then he gets his like rifle and sits on top of a hill in a sniper position 
and Jeff Bridges gets there and is and he's like, all right, well, we found the son of a bitch. Where's the other guy? And he's like, I don't know where he is, but let's just get this one crazy feller who doesn't know what he's doing. Like, obviously, he's like, there's no way out. He's up on a hill alone. Right. He's, gonna, he's die. gonna die. So you know, he's just and the thing that's interesting about Jeff Bridges, he's always composed and like nothing really shocks him. Well, then suddenly his partner gets shot through the eye like really quickly. Holy shit! And really? Just dies. Yeah. Oh man. Just dies and he's like, fuck. I. Hey, Townie. And he finds like a guy who's coming back. He's like, get these cars out of here. Take me to a take. Like, do you know this place well? And he's like, yeah. He's like, take me to a place where I can just shoot this dude. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he killed my friend. <laughs> my partner. Yeah, my partner. My coworker. My coworker. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd be pretty mad if someone killed my coworker. Even, you know, even if I'm kind of whatever about him. Like, yeah. I'd still be like, ah, kill my coworker. I see him every day. <laughs> Who am I going to go to lunch now? <laughs> I was three days away from retirement. <laughs> I was. I was. Yeah. <laughs> You've uh, taken away the convenience to see this guy every exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, they go they're right up front. And then Chris Pine's trying to make an escape, and mm-hmm. he gets to... But he's bleeding a lot. He gets to a checkpoint. Uh-oh. And stops and tries to cover up the bleeding. And it's, it's a, like, clearly I'm just going to describe with... This is a very tense scene and well done of the whole, like, here's my here's my uh, card, you know, my driver's license. And he's like, okay, all right, now you can go through. And he's fine. <sighs> He makes it through. <sighs> I know. Oh, Very man. tense. I was so nervous. I explained it so well, didn't I? Like, I just <laughs> we made you feel like you were perfectly, there. Yeah. Uh, it's then like Je- I was in a checkpoint. Yeah. It was boring. <laughs> <laughs> then Jeff Bridges gets a uh, gets a rifle from the guy and obviously kills kills the dude. Mm. Uh, shoots him right. Kills in the, the brother. Head. Now the brother says something that says Lord of the Blades. That's me. Does that mean anything? Lord of the Blades. Yeah. Well, he says he he calls that. Uh, uh, Native American guy earlier, Lord of the something. So maybe he's relating it to maybe that. Maybe he's thinking he's an enemy to all. Yeah. And I almost wonder if this is culminating in all of the grief he's brought to the family because he's the one who's been in jail and probably has been more trouble mm-hmm. to the family. And now he's like thinking this is like his redemption. Yeah. And also he probably blames the law enforcement for a lot of this and government entities for right. all, the, all the pains that have been happening. Right. That's my assumption. That's my motivation from what you explained at the front. Because at the beginning, I'm just like, why is he doing all this? <laughs> but with your explanation, that's a little bit. He's got gave, some motivation. Gave a little it. bit of a context, at least yeah. more than me, where I was just like, this guy crazy. He's a crazy <laughs> man. Um, and then you just got a shot of Chris Pine just at the casino with a pile of casino chips next to him and just mm-hmm. watching the news that his brother was shot in the head. No. Because obviously, there's like no other news. They're going to Right. They're going to tell that. They're going to tell that. Yeah, mm. that's crazy. So he has enough money to pay the the back ta- oh back taxes that's it and reverse mortgage on the ranch so mm-hmm. now they own it and he's like oh just in the nick of time and he's like you guys manage a trust here at all like and he obviously <laughs> opens up the trust for his kids um, then General Howard I don't wait who's General Howard? Fuck, no I'm sorry what um, <laughs> what's that movie <laughs> I don't know who General Howard is that's the other movie we it's saw. Howard the Duck when Howard he gets promoted the duck. <laughs> General, Howard the Duck gets promoted to General immediately that's, that's what that sequel is going to be the inevitable Disney reboot oh god you know Howard what's going to happen they're probably going to make a Disney plus Howard the Duck TV show yeah, that'd be the perfect place for it wouldn't it it can live there yeah. and probably die there <laughs> get pushed back by the algorithm do you think oh the algorithm of Disney plus you don't think there's going to be an algorithm in Disney plus that's a good point it's got to be do you think it'll be like a puppet or do you think it'll be like CG? What do you think they'll do for that? I think it'll do a puppet and they'll praise that it's a puppet. And, <laughs> and they'll walk it around all over the place and be like, it's a fucking puppet, guys. Look guys, at it. look, it's a puppet. It's a puppet. Yeah. But then he sometimes turns CG, but they don't tell you when. Yeah. But they're going to praise it. But it'll puppet. be obvious. It'll be really obvious, yeah. probably. All right. They're not going to tell you, but you I'm looking know. forward to it. Yeah, Thanks, looking D23. forward to it. <laughs> Thank you, Overlord Disney. Yeah. Oh Please man, sponsor our wait. podcast. Please bless us with the algorithms. <laughs> Disney Plus. Hey, buy us out, Disney. Buy us out, baby. We're ready to be bought. <laughs> the oh. other half podcast can be bought for I don't know how much you want to pay. Like I don't know. What are you gonna say? A couple uh, hundred grand. Ooh, I think that's pretty good. Pretty, very I, good. I would take a hundred grand for this podcast. I take less. <laughs> don't say that, Mike. You're really bad at negotiating. <laughs> now we have to back it down. Less means like ninety five thousand, right? Yeah, yeah totally. right, Mike. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, ninety five thousand. That's less. You know, we'll give you the rights to Spider Man. <laughs> Our version. Our of version Spider-Man. of Spider Man is yeah. sexier. It's much better. It's way more sexy. Uh, people are gonna light up down the block to watch Gosh. Tom Holland and Spider Man. Oh yeah, and we're gonna have lots of everyone's favorite characters: Spider Titties, Spider Titties, Spider Titties. <laughs> That's a bad comic that you don't right know. Out of Shoot runs right <laughs> out of her titties. Yeah. Swinging on them boobs. They don't stretch. <laughs> no, no, it's a woman and her her breasts are spiders. Oh. I don't know if we could sell that as much. Why I not? feel like shooting shooting webs out. That's like someone's fetish. But That's spi- probably. You know, spider's probably someone's fetish too. Everything is someone's fetish. Everything. But you know what isn't someone's fetish? That gross piece of skin below Jeff Bridges' chin in this movie. <laughs> 
that gross like chin neck oh his neck goblin taint. flap that he's got going and neck titty <laughs> i said neck taint but whatever oh, neck i like neck taint yeah. yeah yeah it's his neck taint yeah it's like that part you, you only get it when you're older you know much older yeah. but you're also it's like, like your adam's bigger. apple like involves it, 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 turns, it turns into this taint a, yeah below your chin like a go- like a like a turkey like a what, turkey that? gobble that's not the word is it a turkey they go- turkey's gobble oh my god what What's the fuck is that called oh look it up look it up it's gonna kill me they're outside uvula <laughs> we'll just call it that. Uh, what happens next in this movie that's not Spider-Man? <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so uh, Jeff Bridges is like, uh, it's clear that's a few years. Snoods. It's not called the Snoods. What do you? What does that fucking say right there, Mr. Ethan Boy? It's a Snood. Snood? <laughs> snood? Who invented snood. that name? Oh, wait. No, wait. Sorry. Okay. The Maybe it is a Snood. Oh. Is the thing hanging off of their beak? Ah, that's a great name for the that. The thing hanging off their neck is called a waddle. Oh, waddle! And you're right. And you're close to the gobble. There you go. Waddle. I got it. Hmm. That's how Jeff Bridges walks anyway. Just waddles around. <laughs> he waddles around. He waddled into this next scene. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jeff Bridges is just doing a turkey impression this entire movie. Oh my god, that would explain why he's so racist to say <laughs> Americans. <laughs> I have no People idea. People say Native Americans had it rough. You know who had it really tough? Turkeys. Turkeys. The American That's turkey. why we pardon just one every, every Thanksgiving. We're, like, We're giving reparations to turkeys. <laughs> Maybe Native Americans Maybe. and black people next. <laughs> but first, the turkey's got to be released. Just one, though. Just one every year. Just let them know. They're still on the chopping block. <laughs> you and your wobbles ain't safe, or waddles, or whatever they're called. Waddles. And snoodles. Snoodles. Snoodles and wobbles. Is this a waddles. Dr. Seuss book? It really does. Snoodles and it? wobbles? <laughs> the snoodles? 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 Snoods. Snoods. Send snoods. Oh, God. Turkey <laughs> tender. Snood and a waddle. Turkey tender. Show me your snood. <laughs> God. Show me your snood. Nice Check out that snood. They put the snood next to like a can of like soda to show pink. Here it is. Here it is yeah. next to a quarter, babe. Oh, man. Look at that. Look how big that snood is. <laughs> you want, you want, to, want to see that waddle? I'll show you my snood if you show me your waddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stuff you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm done with that bit. That was yeah. pretty good. All right, <laughs> all right. Back to Heller High Line. So he so waddles in, and uh, <laughs> he asked about. Um, he just can't get this out of his head. Like that mm. guy who killed everyone. Like his brother has just got a super clean slate. Mm. Um, and he asks, and they're like, "What is he considered a suspect?" And um, the lady's like, "You can ask, but like, you know, why? Why would he rob a bank for forty? Or for like forty grand when he's making like forty grand a month off of his oil fields. Mm. Why would he have? Because he's always owned the ranch, right? They didn't know he would didn't paid it or whatever, which right. is the exact question you had. So it was like a perfect like crime mm-hmm. or whatever. They just never figured it out, never connected it. But Jeff Bridges knows. He knows. But yeah, Jeff Bridges is a smart guy. So he hangs out in his with his old bloodhound and just is like, all right, I'm gonna go talk. He's to traded him. out his Native American partner for, for a dog. For a dog. <laughs> he's retired. That's true. So even if even if he was still alive, he would have to find a dog. <laughs> and um, he meets up with Chris Pine at his ranch, and he's like, "You know, you could shoot me right now." And they have an old fashioned like standoff where it's very tense, and they both have guns. Why? Um, because I think Jeff Bridges wants to know that like you did all this. Like you're not actually squeaky clean. Like mm-hmm. you pretend to be this good person. And he says that to him, like, you pretend to be a good person with a squeaky clean record, and obviously, you you know, your dumbass brother did all this stuff and, like, constantly committed crimes, but you're the smart one. You're the one who, you know, won't spend all their money when they get it. You're the one who, like, invest it and hide it away and keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, but why, why would why'd you do all this? And he's like, you know, I do it because of my family. And I'm like, I mean, he's like, my whole family, my life has been, po- I've been poor my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you wouldn't understand this living in, like, a government job, one of the only things that you know, makes money around here. Mm-hmm. I, it's like a disease. Like you just can't escape it and it keeps bringing people down. And he has his two kids and he's like, he just probably sees, you know, the fact that his kids might become just like him because they're poor. Right. So he's like, this is an opportunity to get them out. Explains the trust account, blah, blah, blah. Make sure they're not that. Um, and you know, they're about ready to be like, well, you know, like shoot each other. I can't remember the exact dialogue, but then his family comes home. This part, this part's great. Uh-huh. And she's, his ex-wife is like, what, what's all, What's going on here? 
Chris Pine just says, feral hogs tearing up the place. Oh, my God. And I'm like, man. <laughs> he, needed that, he needed that assault rifle. <laughs> he needed it. <laughs> he needed it I'll, in order to shoot up those feral, 30 to 40 feral hogs. You know what? <laughs> Looking at this town. I totally believe there would, there be, would 30, be feral 40, hogs. 30, 40 feral hogs running around <laughs> Just, this ranch. I never saw a feral hog the whole movie. I never did either, but you yeah. know what? He spoke with such gusto. I, I believe that I believe there was Not, 50 feral hogs. That is fucking acting. That's acting right That's there. acting. I believe yeah. those hogs. <laughs> I believe they're there, working in the corner, waiting. And I got tense, Watching, and I got waiting. sweaty. Yeah. And I realized it's really hot in my room. <laughs> so I walked outside and took, got a drink of water, and I was good. Mm-hmm. And the feral hogs were gone. No, I felt safe. Goodness. Well, you think they're gone, but they're just waiting. Fuck. <laughs> I gotta sleep tonight, Mike. Not with this. If only I had an assault rifle. Hell or hog water. <laughs> Hogs probably love that. Hog water? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably yeah. nice and cool. Probably I'd s- like some hog water right about now. Oh, God. Tell me about Drink it. Drink some nice hog water. Some refreshing water mm, that hogs is splashed around in. It's probably nice and salty and a little, probably a little mucky. Mm. A little mucky. A little mucky. Yeah. yeah probably creamy. Sure. Anyway, um, <laughs> so then, the uh, uh, so then Jeff Bridges like, like basically just says like things we do for our kids and walks off, and then they threaten each other basically, and we're like, hey, you know, Jeff Bridges turns around and is like, you know what, all these things you're gonna do, like even though if your family's safe, they're gonna haunt you the rest of your life, but you know what, all the things I've done are also gonna haunt me too, and he's like, you can always come back to my place, and. <laughs> get well, down I could, I could i could make it the ending a little easier and i'm like what some, is this? some bullshit like he's like oh he'll, he can really come over to my place i'll make the, I'll, make, I'll give you a happy ending <laughs> <laughs> what is this he'll ease the pain or whatever yeah. and it's like oh I'm i mean i'll make you feel a lot better <laughs> try this feral hog water <laughs> let me show you my and, hog. And he just says it's hog wash <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> Howard Ducks. I in the like back, this movie like, a lot more now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I could win you over. Yeah. And then just go away in the sunset, basically. Or mm. you drives off in the sunset and you're like, I don't know if who died or if they're gonna come back and do anything. It doesn't matter if it's left ambiguous. Mm. Which I like. Always like a good restrained ending. I love a movie that doesn't tell me too much. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that great? Like just so a movie that doesn't tell you like okay. what happens, just kinda leaves on a note where you're just like, Ugh. Oh, I know. Everyone kinda feels gross in this. Mm-hmm. Um And then it comes up with uh in memory of David John McKenzie and Who's that? Ursula Sibolt McKenzie. It's apparently the director's parents. They both died in that same year he was making this movie. Oh, jeez. So like, fuck. Fuck, and dude. That's, that's the end Sorry. of the movie. Sorry. That sucks that you had to make yeah. a movie don't while you feel, Don't you happening. feel bad, Mike? No. Okay. <laughs> that was my last game. That was my last try. Like, maybe he has a you heart. You made all this up, didn't you? <laughs> Nobody died. <laughs> I won't believe it. I don't believe any of your writing, even if it's at the end of the credits. Yeah, that's right. That's just part of the script. Oh God. Um, yeah, no, I didn't like this movie. Man, I'm I'm so disappointed. But I <laughs> but you bring up good points. Like I I believe I watched the first half of this. I probably would end up at the same conclusion because it just sounds kind of like boring and just kind of like hits you over the head with certain things. It's and, overwritten, and yeah. the characters are not likable. And the only character that is likable, which is like Chris Pine, is just boring. I think the worst character though is capitalism, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that for a bit, right? <laughs> so, like, capitalism is is clearly the villain in the movie. Yeah, it's the one that's causing all these issues and troubles. Uh-huh. Let's start a start a union, guys. <laughs> Do you think there's enough people to really have the money or the pull to like they need this job to survive? If they're if they're like grabbing evidence, like trying to take money that's meant for evidence just to pay for their roof. Like they're not, they don't have enough time. They don't have enough energy well, or time to start a union. I guess that's my problem. With also, how movie. do you start a union when you're all a bunch of just small shitty businesses? Like there's a bunch of just small, tiny. No, no, you're, oh, I'm not just, I'm not, all right, I'm being, a, I'm making a joke uh, there. Uh, but what oh, I am. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Tom on the bit here. I know. No. How dare you, how dare you shit on this movie, Mike? I know. I you haven't been doing it this whole time. <laughs> I, I guess what I'm more saying is it's like this movie casts, capitalism as the villain uh-huh. but then says that the only way to solve it is to like commit more crimes i don't think there's any i don't think it's trying to give any solution and i think that maybe that's it, my problem a little bit yeah i get that that's a fair problem i don't think it's really trying to and for me that's fine i just kind of want this slice of life like western and that's mm. kind of how most westerns end there's right. like no solution it's like this is how we fix the west yeah like, like high noon just, is a good example where it's it, like the guy waits around to kill this dude doesn't want to kill him you know, and then he feels bad. Yeah, that's the ending in that movie. Basically, right? it's all about bad. like, it's all about like quote unquote redemption. Yeah, and stuff like that, redemption or revenge stories. Like that's all westerns are. You know, very very macho sort of things. And then, and right, I I think I could draw my own conclusions. Right about that, and it's like it paints capitalism as a villain. It doesn't have any solutions for it, but it just kind of is like, okay, here's a pretty easy villain that's very very um, 
appropriate in the Midwest, or not Midwest, mm-hmm. uh, the literal South. In the South, yeah. yeah. How it's just like these small towns are just getting screwed by, you know, Yeah, man. It'd be great if you were to uh, elect some politicians to help you out there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe sure. looking out for the working man. But that's not, that's nothing we should be worried about. We should really be focusing on the banks and how bad they are and not actually worrying about, you know, the uh, the thing we can control, which is uh, voting in people who can uh, help those uh, poor and well, destitute. you know, it's not like, Voting worked out for everyone. What do you mean? I'm saying like, you know, you can vote and then people get pulled over by big people with big money and they change their views a lot. That is true. I which suppose that's the truth. might be related to the banks and yeah. the oil money and yes. things like that. And, you know, the people who lobby who can lobby because they have money. I guess that's the thing, right? It's like there could be there could be an interesting thing of like even Jeff Bridges, the guy working for the government, realizing like, oh, shit, I'm kind of the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of I kind of agree with that. Like he, I feel like he's so checked. I think his more arc is that he's so checked out of everything. He's just like, I've seen this shit before. Yeah. This is how the world works. And like, Native American friend is kind of like trying to challenge his worldview a little bit. And he doesn't really, he kind of relents on it a little bit towards the end of my half. Not really. And then yeah. when he sees his friend die, like, he's like, that would be a genuinely interesting thing yeah. is if he were talking to these poor people and they were like, yeah, we kind of don't like the government and we kind of don't like people that make a lot of money around here mm-hmm. and you stand for both of those things and then yeah. he gets ch- challenged and challenged and then by the end he's like, oh shit, I'm actually kind of like the lobby boy for these fucking yeah. banks. Like, given I, if, if I was working a, a, a job lower than this, I would probably be some kind of collector. Yeah, well they should then have swapped out all that stuff with the, the, the lower people and kind of maybe showed a little more of the bank side of things. That's even, my problem, like honestly. Yeah, I get that. Is like the banks are this like faceless bad guy in the movie. And it's just like, well, is, what are we going to do? How are we going to solve this problem? When it's like... Mike, how are you going to solve the bank problem? You know what? There's There, there are ways <laughs> that you should probably find ways of doing things to do. But in a movie... <laughs> I know. I in this movie, in this fictionalized thing that you're trying to tell, how about you cast a character as the bank? Have someone represent the bank. But isn't that the part that's scary? That, wait, there, there is a character in the bank. It's the person he pays the mortgage to. Mm. And is he a villain? Is he in there the whole movie? And no, like, but when he does appear, he's very much like, oh, this is just a business transaction. And it's like, you know that Chris Pine robbed, caused the murder of people, and he's just fucking done with this guy and his mm. attitude with him. Totally. It's just like, this is a transaction thing. Other guy's like, have you have a good time with our bank and all this stuff? I'm, right. I'm so glad you were able to pay off your mortgage and all these things, just being like a nice guy. And to me, that kind of paints them as scarier when they're faceless and just have these people that are paid with customer service. They're, right. they're trying to give a good customer service experience because that's what they're rated on. And, so I, I guess a bank. He just he's just trying to do his job. Exactly, exactly. It's not. I'm not saying he's the villain, but if you want to give someone a face, no, like, that's it. The face should be the fucking Texas Ranger. Oh, being the villain. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's fair. How about you make him, and then he gets challenged on it, and then in the end, he's like, "Oh shit, I'm a bad guy. I thought I was upholding a law." I think that's what he realizes at the end, though. Is he? Well, yeah, because he's like, "Those things haunt me." At the same, you know, all the things I've done, because he kind of realizes like what how he's things kinda- that he's done has haunted him. Like let his partner get killed because of his kind of carelessness. Of oh, him he just, was careless with his partner. He kind of was just like, "All right, we're gonna run up and go oh, to these guys who okay. this guy who clears a sniper rifle." Right. And see, but that's different. I feel like he should feel bad for the fact that he still feels a bit of like he was. If if it was up to him, he probably would turn Chris Pine in if he got the opportunity, and that's a shitty thing to do. This guy's just trying to make a living, just like the guy at the bank. Are you talking about Chris Pine's character? Uh, I, what I'm saying is uh, Jeff Bridges' character. Yes. If he had the opportunity, he would probably turn Chris Pine in if he had the evidence. Sure. He probably would. And this is a shitty thing to do. Just like it's a shitty thing to like shit But he robbed a bunch of people and caused a bunch of killings. He didn't do any of the killings. Uh, you really think? Like, I think he kind of, he planned his, the whole thing. His He was just trying to take money from people. That's true, but. From the banks. But clearly the bad working guys. in dangerous stuff. Most people. Uh, and the road and, to hell is paid with good intentions sort of thing. Like, he's. He clearly oh, wanted to do something good, but, but like but, he knew the risks. But the but the the thing the the thing the movie is saying is he ha- he's driven to that because of the capitalist society that he's been put into. Yes, correct. he has no other options. Yeah, if he wants to, and ha- if he wants to get his sons and his family out of the hell that he was living in, he has to do these things because there's no other choice, right? Yes, like, that's what the movie is saying. But that doesn't make him like a great person in the end. Like, does that forgive him of all the things he's done? But what I'm saying is is like the things that he's doing, he wouldn't ordinarily do if it wasn't for the system that is like being put against him it's that true. is what the movie is saying yes 100%. like i agree he's like he's not a great guy but given the fact that he could have been like his brother i think he's uh way better yes for like sure. than that and he didn't kill anybody he yeah. didn't want to kill anybody he was trying to play it safe his brother didn't it's like true. he was doing he was he was tr- and i think that's 
an interesting tragedy the movie could have played with, but in my half, it didn't do a very good job of it. I kind of feel like it It kind of does it. I don't think it does it. I don't think it knocks it out of the park. Mm. I think it's just kind of like a, I, I got that from it, that they're just like, oh man, you guys are both bad. Like in the end, yeah. like you're both bad people. I guess that's the other thing. And you're both just living in comfortable retirement now based on whatever you did. Like he'd win a life of crime mm. and then you got Jeff Bridges over here living in retirement based on like doing maybe unethical things in the movie's eyes you see, know, as, as a but cop. see that's an interesting thing though too it's like they always try to do this where they like lay two things down they put a white guy and a native american dude and they're like oh you're the same you know like that movie yeah. tries to portray it that way yes yeah, but like in this case it's like you have a guy whose job it is to uh, bring people like chris pine into prison uh-huh. he has no wife and children and he's he's by doing that he would be destroying the lives of chris pine's entire family yeah. and upholding the law that the the banks have set uh-huh and then you have Chris Pine, who didn't kill anybody, and is just trying to make it so that his poor family can survive and not live the life he did. These yeah. are not similar. Like these are not similarities. Chris Pine should hold his head high and look at and look at uh, uh, and look at this dude and be like, "Hey, you fucker! Look at look at the system. The system has has is driven me to do this. Look at my history as a person. I would not do this ordinarily. This is this is out of desperation." Now, Mike, I agree with you. Yeah. But in a traditional Western, the hero's always a sheriff. The hero's always the one who brings the law. The yeah. hero's that. And I think this kind of flips it and mm. shows like, hey, maybe maybe those bandits do have a point. Like, there's a reason behind all that. Right, right, And I think right, that's right. what the movie's trying to get, is it's doing play with that Western genre and kind of flipping it out. See, that's head. an interesting thing, too, because the entire movie, they keep calling the brothers, they say they look like cowboys. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who's like they're also like the cowboys, you know? The cowboys aren't sheriffs, though. Right, like they're right. not always good. That's true. That's good so point. they're always like, you know, when I think of cowboys, they can go either way. They can be bandits or not. Like, right. Well, just, I think that's what they're trying to do. Is they're trying yeah. to be like these guys are like the Clint Eastwoods over yeah, here. The whatever, class, you know? whatever, yeah, the work class, whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, the guys that like uphold the system of of right and wrong that apply, applies to them, and then will go off into the sunset or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like I don't know. Like, and that's the other thing is like you try to relate again. Like, that's another comparison this movie tries to make is like to modern day America mm-hmm. and old West, where it's like. Yeah, there is, there is a machine that has built this so that people are like this. I think that's a bit different than like one guy shows up into a, a shanty town and holds everyone hostage via guns. You know, but why is that shanty town there? Probably because there's some resource that everyone's trying to get after. Right, but what I'm saying is, is like in a western, you can go up and shoot that guy and things are solved. Yeah, it sounds like you could do that here, honestly. No, no, there is a there is a system. Oh yeah, okay, built. I see what you're saying. I that's what, what I'm saying. saying. Is like you can't just like go up and be like, "Hey, guy, that's ruining this country." Bam, that's not the way it works anymore. Yeah. and I feel like the comparison is kind of bad <laughs> because in a normal western, it could be like, "Oh man, would it, it it would be good to kill this guy who's ruining the shanty town?" But it's not always good to kill. Should I do this? In this case, it's like. I'm just trying to look out for me because that's all I can fucking do, you know? Isn't that kind of what all Westerns are, though, too? Like, you're also just trying to look out for yourself. Right. And yes, the law comes into play, but is the law always moral? No. Because it's a a person in the back of the day was just a sheriff that was elected. Right. No. And this is, yes, of course, it's based more on, like, a systemic issue. Right. But it's just, like, those systems don't work for such a a different area, you know? Exactly. It it doesn't work for—it also isn't really— built to work for certain kinds of people either Mm -hmm. like that's the idea is it only works for the people that are already in power and have the money yeah like that's the idea but it's that's i guess that's that's the thing is like that's never really dealt with a meaningful way to me Hmm. you know like Uh, that's why i think you should have casted this texas sheriff this this uh uh texas ranger (laughs) yeah ranger like cast him as this guy who's like oh shit fuck you're the good guy. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Like, you know, I, See, don't know. I almost wonder if they kind of, they cast them as that good person because would you go and like, who's probably going to watch this movie? A lot of people were like, oh, Western. I love right, Western. Exactly. And then they're going to watch and be like, oh man, the sheriff, he's a good guy. And then they watch a little bit more and they're like, fuck, maybe he's this not a good guy. Shit. Maybe, yeah. maybe he's not a good guy. Yeah, and hopefully they do relate. And hopefully to they do. Chris so I, I see your complaints. I think they're perfectly valid. Right. I, I, I definitely think I would be, have a lot different, of a view of this movie if I saw the beginning. But I think for me, the ending like wraps up pretty much in a Western style where it's left kind of ambiguous and everyone just kind of loses. I guess that's the thing that shocks me the most is mm. all I wanted for my half was some ambiguity. 
That's fair. And so it's weird that the movie handholds you till the end and then goes, oh, make up your own mind. It's like, no. What are <laughs> you been, talking you've been, about? You've been hand feeding me this yeah. whole time. How about you fucking let, let me like make my own mind and make a little movie in my head <laughs> during the beginning parts of the movie. I get that. I don't know. I get that. Whatever. That's fair. Whatever. Um, we ranted about like the system of economics in this country. Yeah, that was for fun. Too long. That was fun. I'm glad. I hope everyone enjoyed that too. Yeah. Uh, if you guys did enjoy it, you should email us and email the other podcast.com so you can have another uh, economy lesson from two people that don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, you know. <laughs> via the guise of a movie. Um, and if you want to find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube, you can find us there as well. And if you want to listen to previous episodes, uh, you can find us on Apple podcast it's not itunes anymore apparently not apple podcast stitcher spotify or google play, play music, music. and while you're there please leave a five-star rating and review we will read it on the show no matter what it says even if it is handholdy or too ambiguous <laughs> we'll read it and we'll try to figure it out we'll try to figure it out or we'll be like or we'll right, be I angry get we it. get it god yeah. shut up how good we are oh already jeez god i know my voice is so silky and smooth we get it god <laughs> Oh, uh, I know the intro music's too loud. Oh. I like the intro music. Guys, you like the intro music, right? Let us know. I'm sure you do. I sure do. You do. Everyone loves intro music. It's great. It's it iconic. Is. And you know what I love about it, too? Huh. Is it sounds a lot like the exit music. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Listen to that. Listen to that song. It sounds just like the beginning. <laughs>